Now I need you to be very, very attentive. Scripture says in the book of Jeremiah that before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. Now, listen to me, listen to me. I know many a times you, you have been ministered to with so many scriptures. And sometimes when we, when we lift up scriptures, you, you, you end up concluding and thinking this is where the message is going. But as you already know that we, 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 end, we end up twisting the whole thing about the word of God. Bible says that before you became a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew thee. And I ordained you as a prophet. Before you became a clot of blood. Before you became. In other words, your life or existence did not start from your mother's womb. Are you with me? Before you became a clot of blood. No, no, your, your life as you are right now, currently, you did not start living when you came into your mother's womb. There is a secret place somewhere where God interacts with human spirits before they are being transferred into the womb of man to come onto earth. Before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I ordained you. I knew you and I ordained you. I knew you. The word that is, I knew you before. Before your mother's womb, I knew you. There is a place where God interacts with all of us before we come on earth. That is how come we in this dispensation are even much more intelligent than our fathers. Let me say that. And our children coming are going to also be much more intelligent than we are. And that is how come at some point the kids now you hear them even take a phone and they are calling at a very tender age. At your tender age, you don't even know what is called phone. You were only breaking things on a, on the TV set. Because they have currently they are, they are babies who are or people who are currently spending time with God. And so before they come on earth, they know most things that you already know. But it's how if you go to the SHS now, you will see SHS is full of kids. Are full of many, many kids. At first, as it just come on, that's the way we call in that point. You will see more fight. No, it's not fight. It's with the body, the stature. But now things are different because they have spent time with God. What am I trying to say? The life we are living currently is not a life event. It's like right now, if you are trying to screen the event, we say life screening, right? But the life we are living is not a life screening. It is an it is a scripted life. It is a life that has already been written down, which God already knows our end, declaring the end from the beginning. Mm. Are you with me? So you don't have to be uncertain about certain because what your life you are living right now, you are just playing a part of the script. You are a character in the script who is playing a role. It's not like we don't, it's not like God doesn't know what is going to happen to you. I don't know how to say this. It's not a life event where maybe if you are streaming this, you don't know what I'm going to say next. No, no, no. God already knows I'll take this step and move this way. Are you with me? So, you are playing a part. You are a character in that script that God has already written. And hear me. It happens that a donkey has to play a part or become a character in the script of Prophet Balaam. So that it took a donkey to speak and save the life of Prophet Balaam. He said, the other day, and don't he spoke and he said, Father, why do you trouble me? Have I ever done this to you before? I did this because the angels of the Lord are standing there holding sword to kill you. So a donkey, a donkey was such significant in the life and in the script of Prophet Balaam. Are you with me? A donkey played a role in the script of Prophet Balaam. Hear me. Why you have come to 
life. Amen. So come on. I said the church is a better place for God to speak in your life. Amen. Because if a donkey would save a whole prophet's life, then the church is far better. It's a far better place for God to speak to you. For your life to change. And tonight, God will speak to you. Amen. Come on, I said, tonight, God will speak to you. Amen. You see, when, when we say this, you don't really understand. A donkey played a role in the script of the life of the prophet. And the church is playing a role currently. But I'm trying to make you understand that don't take the words that come from the pulpit here lightly. Because it's going to change the course of your life. I was telling you the other day that the Lord can change your life in like in a twinkle of an eye. Do this. Do this. Oh, come on. That's how fast God can change your life. You don't know. I'm going there. One, just one man. Just one man. God can change your life within a twinkle of an eye. Just a second. God can change your life. So if you would treat the words that come from the public with much veneration and much extreme respect, things are going to change your life. The book of Luke chapter 1, the verse um, 5 downwards. Just one man, just one man, just one man. Oh my goodness, something will happen today. Luke 1, verse 5. Bible was speaking about a man called Zachariah who had a wife called Elizabeth. Right, Elizabeth. And Bible says that when Zachariah was a priest of God, and Elizabeth was the wife of Zachariah. Are you with me? Zachariah was a priest, he was a pastor. In this day, was a pastor. He was a pastor. And the wife of the pastor was Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is the sister of Aaron. Aaron is the elder brother of Moses. Are you with me? So Elizabeth is Asafu Mami. She is the wife of a pastor. So Asafu, Asafu, Mami, no, no, any Elizabeth, what you here? And she was also the sister of Aaron. Aaron, who is the elder brother of Moses? Elizabeth is the sister of Aaron. Elizabeth is coming from a priestly family and also wedded to a priest. Okay, now there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zachariah of the gods of Abia and his move on. And yes, and they were both so Zachariah and Elizabeth were both what number one righteous before God, Matthew, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord, Lord, and they were blameless, number two. So number one, they were what? They were righteous. Number two, they were what? Yes. I'm going somewhere. Please stay with me. Number one, they were what? Righteous. Number two? Yes. No, number seven. Now, and they had no child because because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years. Move on. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his cause, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Uh -huh. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Can you can, can you okay? Alright. And when Zachariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. Please follow me carefully. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zachariah, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife, what, 
thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. John simply means God's favorable or favor of God. Uh huh. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Move on. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither one wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Now, fast forward to the verse 20 for me. This is a story about Elizabeth and Zachariah. And Elizabeth was buried. But it got to a point where they prayed, the Bible said, and her prayer was being answered. Are you with me? Okay. First, and behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. So Zachariah went deaf and dumb, alright? Because of this thing. And until that thing has been performed, he can never speak. Are you here? Move on. There's something interesting we are going to meet now. Alright. And the people waited for Zachariah and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came up, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For them, for he began unto them and remained speechless. Uh, can you get to verse 25 for me? Thou hast the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. We are getting there. And in a sick man, the, the, angel, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Uh -huh. Oh my goodness, we're there. To a virgin. To a virgin. To a virgin expoused. To a man whose name. The word expoused them means to engage. Alright? To be expoused to someone means to be engaged to someone. Alright? So, the, to a virgin expoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. Joseph, number one, he was, she was a virgin, number one. Joseph, number two, and in the house of what? David, number three. And the virgin's name was Mary. Move on. And the angel came unto her, in, in unto her, and said, Hail thou that art highly favored, the Lord with thee, blessed thou among women. Another word says, among women. Now, number one, we get to know that Mary, was not praying for a baby. Hmm? Mary was not praying for a baby. Mary was only engaged or espoused to Joseph. But Elizabeth was buried and was praying to God for a baby. And number one, God said that they were righteous. She and her husband, they were righteous. And number two, they were blameless before God, yet she was still buried. And she comes from a priestly lineage which makes her to be a more fit person to carry baby jesus let me say this elizabeth between elizabeth and mary elizabeth is more fit to carry god because the only thing about mary is that she's a virgin but elizabeth was a sacrament so even if jesus was to be born jesus would have been accepted much more because at least Sofoban. So the acceptance from Sofobani capital bank is there are two different things. So Elizabeth could have been much more worthy of coming God. But Bible said Mary was favored among women. Mary wasn't praying for any baby. Mary was just a virgin looking, just exposed to Joseph. Are you with me? Oh come on, are you with me? Yes, sir. But there was something remarkable that happened. Why was Mary favored?
remember, even though she was among women. Number one, she was a virgin. Are you here? And that is what the main reason why Mary, when most people think that Mary was able to carry God in her or baby Jesus because she was a virgin. And that's not entirely true. No, 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 no. You see, Bible said there were five foolish virgins and there were five wise virgins. So you can equally be a virgin and still be a fool. Virginity is not a sign of purity. Because you can equally be a virgin and still be a thief. <laughs> you can equally be a virgin and still be a liar. <laughs> so, virginity was not the main reason why Mary was chosen to be the mother and the carrier of God. Now, if you fast forward the book of Isaiah chapter 11, the verse 1. Follow me, please. Isaiah chapter 11, the verse 1. Bible says, and then his noise shall come from the house of David. So there is a prophecy that has been given that Jesus will be born out of the lineage of David. Are you with me? Or are you with me? A prophecy was given about the birth of Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ will come out of the lineage of David. Are you here? He will come out of the lineage of David. And he is to be born from a virgin. So a virgin is to run, a virgin is to be carried. A virgin is to carry Jesus Christ. And two, the, the virgin must not only be a virgin, but the person must be connected to the line of David. But Mary in this state was not connected into that state. But it was the proposal of Joseph that led Mary. It was the yes that Mary said to Joseph that made Mary qualified to be to carry God. right yes. and most of the times all of you think that Mary was able to give birth to Jesus because she was a virgin right yes. right yes. but Bible says she was blessed and favored among women she wasn't above the women all Mary wasn't above the women she was favored among the women but what got her to be favored and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his root. So this is talking about the, 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 the birth of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ must need be born in the lineage of David. And Jesse is the father of David. Are you here? Listen, listen. So Mary was a virgin. Joseph himself, his sperm wasn't needed. Joseph's sperm was not needed to give birth to God. The only thing that was a requirement for Joseph was his lineage. He's qualified to carry God. He's qualified to carry. Are you here? So Mary was not favored to carry God only because she was a virgin. Mary was favored to carry God because she accepted the proposal of, of Joseph. Who are you saying yes to? I've been preaching because she was a virgin. No, 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 that's not the thing. If Mary had said yes to another man, she would not have been favored because they were equally other virgins. If that if those virgins had said yes to Joseph, they would have been a carrier of Jesus. Who are you saying yes to? What are you saying yes to? Those things will determine what you are carrying. Just one man caused 
Mary to be favored to carry God. One man, just one man. Just one man. Just one man, Joseph. Just one man, Joseph. See, his lineage, oh my goodness, not even his sperm, not even his semen. It was his lineage. That in the last days, women shall cry and say, women shall be uh, uh, divided unto men, serving women to one man, and they shall cry and say, give us only your surname. We don't, we don't want your money, we don't want your property, we don't want anything about you. We only want your name. Give us your surname. Oh my goodness. And it was this surname that gave Mary favor before God. What's your surname? Just one man, Joseph. Just one man, Joseph. And again, you see, Mary was humble enough to stoop low and accept the proposal of Joseph. Mary was humble to accept a carpenter's proposal. Will you accept a proposal of a mason? <laughs> Because of your credentials. And Adam, you see, Joseph probably could have, uh, let's say, fight and run other ladies. But they refused to accept them. Mary accepted. That's why he was a capital. And that God, Mary, favored. You see, as much as we are talking about the fact that women must be humble to also choose, see, there is a level of humility you must have as a lady to even. Choose when a man comes to you. Alright. And a man must equally have humility. To be the one. See, in a home, we will say that um, ladies are supposed to cook, they are supposed to wash the boys, they are supposed to wash uh, the dresses and whatever it is, do the laundry. Uh, and ladies in, in Bermani, their one is supposed to, uh, how do you call it, uh, put food on the table, pay the fees and all that. But that's certainly a lie. That Bible doesn't say that. Ephesians. Husband, love your wife. And wife, submit to your husband. Then he goes further and said, submit to each other. Now, give me Second Kings chapter 21, verse 30. I will show you how Bible even um, recommends us to even, as guys, to even wash bulls. <laughs> Just one man. Just one man. I'm still in that same message. Second Kings 21, verse 30. I'm still in the same message. One man got married favor to carry God. One man, one man, one man. Oh God, come on. Just one man, God. Mary favored. Who has got you favored? The guy you are dating, the girl you are dating. Since you started, the person you are married to, since you started, when did you find favor? Where are many in there? Where are you in And I listen, and I will strike over Jerusalem. Of Samaria and the plumage of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wiped what? Yes. What? Yes. So, <laughs> so, Bible says, God says He's going to wipe Jerusalem as a man wipes a dish. So, a man also washes bowls. It's not only the duty of a woman to wash bowls. If, if, if you come home and your wife has left a lot of junk stuff and a lot of trash there, don't say, baby, I don't know where you're kitchen is. I'm a kitchen is. No, 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 no. No, baby, I know you're tired, baby. Let me, let me do the, let me do the dishes for you. Yeah, that is submission to each other. It's compatibility and understanding. 
understanding. So humility is not only the case of the woman, humility is also the case of the man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Some of you wish your guys and your girls are here today. <laughs> so it's not only the lady who's supposed to humble herself. See, there is a message out there where about feminism and when ladies are being hard, are having broken heart and all that, they go and join a society called feminists. And they begin to preach out messages and they want to be the man of the house. Listen, and say what men do, we can do better. There is a problem there because you were not created to do what men are doing. You were created to do what a woman is doing. So the moment a woman begins to do what a man is doing, there is wrong identity. So, so don't try to outrun any man, outrun any woman. No, no, no. Listen, compete with yourself. So a man is not supposed to tell us the wife when a wife is more well to do than him. Oh my goodness. What we understand is even if your wife's bank account is much more than yours, you will not tell us. You will know you are still the man. You will know. And this demonic message is coming in. Let me just switch again. Just one man. Oh, come on. Just one man. Just one man. I will end my message shortly. Bible says that there was a man called David, a king called David. And one day he came and said, I, I want to show kindness. One day he just woke up and said, he wants to favor the house of Saul. And Ziba came. Ziba was a servant of David. And not only his servant, he was also a friend. You know how uh, 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 your servant can equally be your friend? But some of you don't even have nannies. You don't even have uh, mates and all that. So you don't understand what I'm saying. I saw him. <laughs> okay, so King uh, David had a servant called Ziba. And Ziba happens to have 50 children. Say 50 children. 50. A servant has 50 children. And the king woke up and said, I want to show kindness in the house of Saul. He wants to show kindness to the house of Saul. He said, is there anyone remaining in that house that I may show kindness? No, we will watch more. You, you, you think you already know? Oh, no. He said, is there anyone that I may show kindness? And he said, there was one man called Mephibosheth. And Ziba added again, he is a cripple. In other words, he felt he was unqualified for the favor of the king. But watch me, Ziba had 50 children who were around David also. But King David moved from his house, his friend and his servant and the children, and went to a different town, Lord Ziba. He said, let call me that man, let him come. When Mephibosheth was a cripple king, he said, and today you will eat with me and assume your position. For your father, Jonathan said, no, wait. Now, when Mephibosheth saw, saw David, he said, I am unworthy for I am your dog. A man came to David and said, I am your dog. And then he said, do not say that. Today, you will assume your position and dine with me. But there is a problem I have there. Siba had 50 children. My problem is that so David couldn't have helped those 50 children than go to Lord Diba. For a cripple, your helper, your one man that you are waiting for, not only for marriage, but someone who will be your helper, also has siblings who are in need. So, for your helper to move from their siblings who are in need to you, there must be favor. And that was a favor that fell upon many. How can your friend have 50 children who are equally in need, and you move from your friend and even send your friend to go to another town for a cripple? 
your, your helper has siblings who are in need. And you need paper. <laughs> you know, I have an uncle who doesn't really give money in the house, right? But he knows how to give money outside. <laughs> Probably that too. He's a helper to outsiders. Probably there's something we're not doing. You can, most of you have family members and people who are well to do, but they don't want to help you. Yet you see them on telly. We do scholarships. Hey, I'm gonna meet. <laughs> And they are posting us MPs, but you say, ah, but me, you couldn't even even pick. Lord uh, Ziba faced the same situation. You have 50 children. Your sign in Mephibosheth. What prayer did Mephibosheth pray? Just one man. And that one man did not even look at the how do you call this? The, the, the stature and the physical condition of Mephibosheth. He just needed the need to favor him. That was all that matters. So when your helper comes, he's not looking at your car, not even your hairstyle, not your dress. He needs, he, he, there's only one thing. Are you Desmond Bote? Yes. That's it. Oh my goodness. My goodness. The book of Ruth chapter 2, the verse, give it to me. I'm ending. The Bible says that there was a lady called Ruth. And she said that for you to be redeemed, you there is someone who is nearby who can redeem you. Ruth chapter 2 verse 2 said, And Ruth the Moabite said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and clean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go by the one. And she went and came and cleaned in the field after the reapers, and her heart was to light on a part of the field who was of the kindred element. Oh, come on. What's up? Go to this verse. Let's, let's end with this. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto thee, Rippers, the Lord be with you. And they answered him, the Lord bless thee. The, the word there, Rippers, also means redeemer or to be redeemed. So Ruth was saying that people who are close to us, who are near us, who act as our reapers or our redeemers, they act as our one man or one woman. Stay with me. They act as our one man and one woman, our reapers, our redeemers. Luke chapter 10, verse 30. Luke chapter 10, verse 30. Now, this is the story of the good Samaritan. See, not everyone is your reaper, not everyone is your helper. Listen, not everyone can help you. Not everyone is your one man. So when people are not really helping you, no, 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 no. Maybe they're not meant for you. And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among teeth, which stripped him of his raiment uh, and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Move on, please. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. There was a priest that saw this man who was wounded and needed help. But probably he was late to preach. Maybe he could have probably tried helping. But if he should in case he should try helping this man and the man dies for him, what would he have said? The man probably might have said his dress is going to preach. Maybe he could have done it, but he did not also have the needed accoutrement to help the man. Now, move on to the next verse, please. I'm saying something. Not everyone can help you. So when people reject you, don't cry, don't worry. Because they're not your one man. 
But accept it. Oh, come on. The other And likewise, a Levite, another man came also. A Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. Another man also came. He looked at him and passed by on the other side. I'm speaking to some of you. You've gone to A, gone to B, gone to B, and there was nothing happening. Help seems not to be coming. Some of you are even still not paying your fees. Some of you even still need money for business. Uh, and, and help is not coming. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Some of you even need money for rent. But a certain man, who is a Samaritan, say a certain man. A certain man. A certain man. As he turned it, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. Listen. All the people that saw this man, Bible did not record compassion. But let's even assume they had compassion over this man, but they, but they did not go near him. But this man had compassion. And next verse, what happened? And what? And went to him and bowed up his his wounds pouring in oil and wine. Listen, 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 listen. You all, you, 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 maybe you, but you don't, you don't know this. You don't know this. Listen, this man came. He saw the man. He was not only compassionate about his situation, but he had oil. Number one, he had wine. He had bandage. The priest could help, but he doesn't have those things. The Levites could equally help, but he doesn't have those things. But there was a Samaritan who was passing in that road. He had wine, he had oil, he had bandage to be able to help that man. May your helpers not come empty-handed. Amen. Your one man will not come empty-handed. I said your one man will not come empty-handed. The priest would have helped. The priest would have been connected. You see, see for, for, for a pastor, pastors are really connected. Pastors know people who I know people. So I, I, if it was me, I would have easily called someone to help that man on the floor. But probably I was left going somewhere. And maybe I might not be the helper of that man. And maybe as much as I want to help, I don't have. Many of you want to give, you want to do donations and help people's children, help the needy, but you don't have right now. Are you with me? Yeah. Oh, come on, are you with me? Yeah. So, just come here with how many of you are saying that? But you don't have. So though you are their helper, you are empty. The people who want to help people, but they are empty. They want to help. They, they genuinely have the passion to help. They, they genuinely have the passion to even win souls, but they are empty. May your helpers not come empty-handed. Now, it didn't empty. He came on time because this Samaritan could have come at a time where the man was dying. He came on time. May your helpers come on time. Amen. I said, may your helpers come on time. Amen. Now, move on, please. So the man took this man, the Samaritan took this man to a place, a medical doctor for healing. Bible said, and on the model, that's tomorrow, when he departed, he took out two pens, oh my goodness, and gave them the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and what listen to listen to this and whatsoever thou spendest more. The word is whatsoever thou spendest more. When I come again, I will repay thee. Oh my goodness. Listen, listen. This helper did not know this Samaritan did not know this man there. He only met him to help him, and he sent him to the medical doctor. He could have run away, but he said. 
I'm going somewhere. Tomorrow, still look after this man. Take this money. But if this money is not enough, whatsoever you do, if it is more, if you get more expenses, when I come, I will pay. He didn't have the surname of a Samaritan. Your surname, your, your, your helpers will not come carry your surname. <laughs> your, your helpers will come disguising themselves as carpenters. <laughs> you, 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 you might think they are there for you to help them, but they are actually there to help you. Listen, the man came and he said, Whatever you spend that more, may your helpers not only have break even money, let them have surplus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he said, if you spend more, if you spend more, let me know how. But I'm giving you this. I was talking to a guy who wanted to go for election. He said, Bishop, I'm backing out because of my campaign money. He said, guys, you can't sponsor me. His money is down. Oh. <laughs> ah, yeah. Many of you have plans, but your helpers, your helpers, they'll say tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> they'll say tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, come tomorrow. Come tomorrow. Yo, I'll give 3, 3 p.m. Call me, call me, call me. I've ah, ah. been calling since last year. <laughs> May your helpers have surplus. Amen. Said, may your helpers have surplus. Amen. May your helpers have surplus. Amen. Now, lastly, the book of Proverbs about 18. Proverbs 18. The verse 31. Now, Bible says that he that finds the 31. What am I just? Proverbs 18. 20 something or whatever. 21 or 31. Let's check it. But he that finds a wife. Finds what? Oh, he that finds a wife and obtains what? Now, the point is he that finds a wife, not he that finds a woman. Just one man. Just one man. It is the duty of the man to find you. Not your duty as a duty to find a man. Those of you going to IT page, I will refer to me and I'm coming to home. find him. It's not the duty of the woman to find a man. It's the duty of the man to find a woman. He that finds a wife. Now, my point is for a person to become a wife, that person must be married, right? Right? Yes. But Bible says, he that finds a wife. Not he that finds a woman. In other words, everyone can be a woman, but not everyone can be a wife. You see, lady, nice She's not worthy. Not every lady is worthy to be a wife. Not every lady has the capability of being a wife. Not every lady has twelve years wife material. No, not every lady. But everyone can be a lady. He, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. Oh my goodness! So I was talking about this thing. Listen, he that finds a wife. Not he that finds a woman. He finds what a good thing. A woman cannot be classified as a thing, right? Can a woman be called a thing? So what is in the woman that is called a thing? My goodness, you already know, but you don't know. <laughs> when he that finds a wife, finds a good thing. The Bible was talking about the... 
Can be glad. The Bible talks about the vagina of the woman. The Bible calls the, the vagina of a woman a good thing. But it is only good to you when it is your wife. So not every vagina is good for you. Not good. Okay. Can I say it louder? Don't act all holy with me. Watch this. Watch this. He that finds a wife finds what a good thing. Now it goes on to say and obtain favor in the sight of the Lord. So one, you don't find favor with women or ladies or your cousin or your sister. You find favor with your wife. There is a level of favor a man cannot receive unless he has a wife or he's married. Now, a wife is not only someone who has gone through formal wedding to become a wife. Sometimes God acknowledges some marriages even before men acknowledge. Because if you read the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 27, the Bible says, and Joseph was espoused to Mary. But what is before that Mary wasn't pregnant? And Mary was feeling ashamed to be pregnant. So God had to convince Joseph to accept this and marry this girl. Because if you don't accept it and she gives birth, it will be shame. You better say they've gone one. But why are you with me? Yes. But if she wasn't married, it's going to be a shame for Mary to carry baby Jesus. It's going to be a shame. Why did they say she was engaged to Joseph? Me, God had already acknowledged the marriage of Joseph and Mary. That's why we have something called soulmate. The person you are dating, is that person your soulmate? Your best candidate at the moment. Ask yourself. The person you are dating. Is that person your soulmate or your best candidate at the moment? Because he that finds a wife, not a woman. He, he finds a good thing. A bad oh my goodness. We'll get married soon. We'll get married soon. We want more help. Which of you already married? Hallelujah. He that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. So a man doesn't obtain favor from side chicks. A man doesn't obtain favor from sister, not from cousins. Are you there? Some of you are behaving like side chicks. No, come on. <laughs> a man can only find favor with the wife. There is a level of favor a man will not receive. There is a level a man will not attain unless he has a wife. A man. There is something your wife's vagina can do for you that other wife, other ladies' vagina cannot do. The, the, a wife's vagina is able to give you favor as a man. What? Oh, no, no, no. Let, let, let's be plain. Oh, holy. He that. She's married, though. She's married, though. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. So, first of all, for a man to receive a level of favor from God, he must find what? A wife, number one. And number two, he must find that thing. Then he can obtain favor. Not every lady's vagina can give you favor, except that of your wife. So some people have entered into wrong vaginas and they are demons. Because STD is not only sexual transmitted disease. Yeah. Sexual transmitted demons too. I showed you a picture the other day where a man was mad, the wife was mad, and the kids also were mad. And they were all working on the street. There is a level of favor a husband finds in the wife vagina. Listen, if you are married, if you are married and you are married and you need something for God, tell the father today I'm having sex with my wife. Favor for this job. Favor for this business. 
deliver for this contract. It will happen. See, most of them, these things, they don't preach it because the thing is profane, but they are principles. Sometimes, men, husbands must be able to go on their knees and for wives to pray upon them because wife have some level of favor. Yeah. If you read on the book of First Peter, I think First Peter 2, 7 or 5, when a man wrongs the wife, or troubles the wife, harasses the wife, and his prayer is being withheld. Mm. Hey, the one is powerful. When you, you wronged your wife, God doesn't hear your prayer. Peter, New, New Testament, not Old Testament, so I'm telling you. Look, she carry power. Yeah. <laughs> we know. Ah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah. We know. Oh, come on, we know. He got to find some wife. Finds a good thing. And that thing brings what? That thing brings what? Favor. Listen, ladies, this thing brings favor. Don't give it to anyone. Because <laughs> well, it gives favor. You see, there is a reason why um, men go out and have side chicks because there is a level of peace they are not having with their own wives. They, 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 they are their former wife, but they go out to go and have that peace with someone called a side chick because uh, women have favor down there. <laughs> let, let me preach. Can I preach it? Can I preach it? That is, oh my goodness. You guys have been through four months with me. See, just one man. And some of you only need just one woman. You just need to marry one woman and your life will be okay. And the husband said, But when I married you, I can attest to the fact that everything is going on smoothly in my life. My yeah. says the other day that uh, uh, is it Laban, uh, Laban, uh, he, he allowed Jacob to come into his house. And, uh, uh, and Laban read that. There is a level of increase and exponential increase in his in his cattle and, and his rams and all that. So he wants to affect his priest to go and inquire, and which doctor to go and inquire while his things are in because he doesn't know that it can happen with him. Yeah. And the witch doctor said that it is because of the man you have in your house, Jacob. Mm. There are people you can have in your life that can cause extreme favor to happen. Yeah. If you are not being favored, check your friends. If you're not being favored, check your siblings. If you're not being favored, check your wife. If you're not being favored, check your husband. Because for a man that finds a wife, he finds a good thing. And he obeys what? Man, don't find things. Find wife first because every lady has a thing. The man must first find a wife, not a thing. So men, don't go out there looking for women or ladies. Go out there looking for a wife. Don't go and date and try your luck. Because there is one woman that will favor you. There is one woman that can change the rest of your life just by you entering into her life and her, her, her team. And the same way a woman can change your life positively by you as a husband entering her team, a woman can equally utterly destroy your life by entering her team. Message. Can, can we go to Samson? Mm. Some, see, maybe Samson is a woman. Samson wasn't a womanizer. Mm. Samson was in love with Delilah. But it was the thing that led him there. Mm. The thing. Oh, come on, say the thing. <laughs> so one man finds favor from the thing, and another man finds death from that same thing. Wow. Because it wasn't his wife. Mm. 
13. 13. 13. 13. Come on, all ladies have been able to spiritual. The men are now responding. 13. Just one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing. If not, if you don't go home with anything at all, go home with the mindset that eh, there is a thing in women that can give you favor. And ladies, as you go, understand that thing must not be given to any other person than your husband. I know some of you have already broken the record. Some of you have broken the record. But, 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 but can, can we just repent? And this thing I must give to my husband for favor. Because it is for my husband to find favor and not for some junk. If I don't give him sex, he's going to leave me. Yeah, let him go. He doesn't go favor. <laughs> because after everything he will himself will start blaming you that we have been here, we can start being coming in here.